Welcome to the world of tomorrow! Hello everyone and welcome back to Welcome to the World of Tomorrow. I am your host, the Admirable Admiral, and as always my very lovely co-host... Mr. Jim Strangepork, how's it going, buddy? It's going good, Admiral. How are you? I am excellent. We're in a little more tight, compact area today uh, because Tesla forgot to uh, charge up the laptop. So we're in a small, little, tight area. Thanks, Tesla. Thanks. But he's charging it now with his you alternate car. kind of look like you're in a clown car, honestly. It's, it's kind of funny. Yeah, it's, it's, it's very hard on the knees. I can tell. Yeah. Uh, but guys, uh, Jim, why don't you tell the people what we do here? Absolutely. So we are a Futurama fan podcast. We take it upon ourselves to review every single episode of the hit classic animated sci-fi series, Futurama. Uh, we take each episode, we'll kind of run through the plot of the episode, we'll tell you what happened, uh, we'll tell you our favorite jokes and things we'll tell you some fun facts and we will tell you things that we want from the future from each episode and it's important to remember folks we are going in production order uh there is a difference between production and broadcast order if you are going by broadcast order or when they aired some of these episodes will be a little out of order from how we are doing it we are in production order which is how they were made this is how they were meant to be seen if you're watching on the dvd sets you are all set otherwise you're gonna have to be jumping around yep Um, Alright guys, so, we're going to jump right in to the day the Earth stood stupid. (laughs) Episode 7 of Season 3. Original air date, February 18th, 2001. Caption, 80% entertainment by volume. And the cartoon is Art for Art's Sake, 1934. Yes. So we open on Tweenus 12. Yes. Uh, the brains are flying. They destroy this planet, Tweenus 12, and they're flying. And I love how the caption says, one day's journey from Earth. Yes. So they leave. They're heading toward our galaxy, uh, which it looks like our ga- Is that the Milky Way? Yeah. That- yeah. It's. Uh, didn't it show Earth, I thought? I don't know. I guess it said Earth. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and uh, we're at a dog show. Or a pet show, if you want to call it that. Yeah, uh, it's, it's a pet show, sort of. Yeah, uh, so basically Leela's entering Nibbler to see, hey, he's not stupid, let's get stuff for Nibbler, blah, blah, this. So, um, I love how everybody's like, wow, Nibbler's alright, but the real person that we're going to have to wait for is the Hypnotoad. Yes. Uh, so I know I know how much you love the Hypnotoad, so I'm going to let you take this little segment, because I know I know you love Hypnotoad, so why don't you go ahead? Well, so yeah, they're they're at um, this pet show, Leela has entered Nibbler, um, and uh, the Hypnotoad, this is his introduction, and it's great. Uh, basically, they're doing like a sheep herding competition, and the dog is like rounding them up really great, and as the cut to the Hypnotoad, it just literally convinces the sheep to pull themselves into their pen and then the judges kind of sit there confused and the hypnotoad stares at them and they all raise up tens 
Yes. Uh, and what about uh, Dr. Zoidberg? Would... Yeah, because they mentioned that the grand prize for first place is $500 in a lifetime supply of dog food, Bender be- or a year's supply of dog food, and Bender is all about the $500, and Zoidberg's all about the dog food. So after Nibbler goes out and disastrously tries to herd the sheep and just eats them, uh, Bender enters in Zoidberg as a late entry as his hard-shelled whooping terrier. Whoop, 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 whoop. And, it, and it's literally just Bender chasing Zoidberg around with a whip through every competition <laughs> and just beating him cruelly. And it's amazing. Um, and then uh, I love how the human wins, the little human that the cat has. Yes, that was a great joke. I love that. Um, and then uh, Zoidberg and uh, Bender get second place. Which is a fancy word for losing. Yeah. And then your favorite one. The Hypnotoad wins. Well, it's the best thing, too. It's like, and the winner. The Hypnotoad. <laughs> All glory to the Hypnotoad. And everyone claps in unison. Yeah. Slowly. <laughs> how'd, you like, uh, how'd you like how they gave Nibbler the stupidest pet in show? Yes. Because he's he's completely idiotic. Yeah. He, uh, he gets that after he... After, because Leela just keeps giving him hams and not actually training him. And uh, at one point he sees a kid with a pig-shaped balloon, and he goes and attacks it and tries to eat it. And then the the cat, the kittens with the five-cent cream? Yes. When, when the, he falls? He, gets all, he, like, lands in the cream and splashes on people, and all the kittens attack. Yep. Which is funny. <laughs> because kittens are lactose intolerant. It's really weird. Cats are lactose intolerant, but yet they love milk. Huh. I did not know that. Yeah. It's really strange. The more uh, you know. Exactly. Uh, so then this is the act break right now. So, um, oh no, before that, did the, does she leave with Nibbler before? Or that... um, no. No, that's that's really it. They go back to Planet Express after everything happens. They, you know. And then uh, Leela's kind of upset with everything. So... Yeah, and, and basically starts to accept that Nibbler may just be really stupid. Right. So then, um, oh, we got a shaker. So then, uh, we have, then basically, she's trying to look for Nibbler, I think, and she sees... No, the professor comes in first and tells them about what happened to Tweenus 12. Right, right. And they point out that there's been a string of planetary destructions, and there's a pattern, and Lila points out that Earth is next. What, uh... kind of stares blankly. What about, uh, do you know the planets? Do you know the names of the planets? Um... I know it was Space Room was the first one. I forgot what the third, the second one was that oh. they mentioned. But yeah, but it's basically they go through. It's like a it's like a wave of destruction, and they're coming toward Earth. So uh, Nibbler hearing this because he's a Nibblonian, um, they he leaves to go outside, and I think Leela chases to go after him. I think. Yes, she goes to look for him, um, and she sees this like dumpster that's got this ominous light coming from it and as she starts to approach and is like nibbler you're scaring me this brain jumps out and she gets chased around by the brains until coming up in an alley she sees nibbler in like his little spacesuit pulling out a little spaceship right and then he gets in it and then um leela basically convinces him to take her with him Yes, in the tiny little spaceship, kind of crammed in like you are right now in your space. Exactly. 
I love how she's like, Nibbler, can you uh, scoot, scooch up a little? Yes. And her hair sticking out? Yes. I, I love that spaceship so much. And they do that same gag later in the series, much later. Yeah. But I, I love it so much. Because it's so outrageously tiny and clearly built for one. Yeah. But every now and then he needs to bring someone else home with him. And then uh, we get, uh, and then basically Fry is the smartest person on Earth. Well, he's not the smartest. He right. has a special brain. Right, right, right now he has. Yes. Right now he, he, because what does the Nibblonian say? Everybody, every living creature gives off a delta wave except for Fry. Yeah, it's every every animal, every robot, and even some trees emit the same kind of a brain wave. And these brains feed on it and basically dampen it when they're nearby, making everyone completely stupid until they can absorb all knowledge from the planet and blow up the planet and destroy it. Right. But Fry's brainwave is just, it's completely, like, it's different from everything else. He doesn't have a delta wave, right? Yeah. Um, And we'll find out later in the series why. Um, Yes. So... He doesn't have a delta wave. That's why he's unaffected. But yet he's basically. Um, I love how I love how Bender's like. Oh, I'm so scaly. And, yeah. Well, first he's worried that his heart isn't beating. Right. And he's like, "You're a robot. What are you talking about?" Yes. And then the professor gets hit by the Newtons. Uh, yeah, the, he's got the little. Ow. The ow, Newtons cradle. I'm a genius. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then Zoidberg was funny too. Oh, he's trying. Zoidberg to, just kind of acts high. Yeah. He's trying to like, trying to clip his own mouth muscle, or his mouth mustache or whatever. Yeah. But then, uh, also we get to the point where, okay, Tesla, all right. Um, and then we get to the point where it cuts back to the Niblonians, and we see we're 10 miles from the exact center of the universe. Yes. Uh, and uh, they were 18 years old when, was it, were they 18? When the when the universe was made, yeah, because the universe because they well because he he whispered he like explains that to Leela in uh in the ship on the ride there it's like the funniest little really oh so every religion is wrong uh yeah so basically we should talk about how Nibbler in this part can communicate with Leela through uh telepath. He's yeah. in telepath. Yeah, he, he can actually talk, uh, despite the fact that the first scene that they give him, he's not really speaking a language that you can understand as the, lock, the viewer. Right. Uh, and then we end up on um, Niblonian, and they have a bunch of other uh, Niblonians. I'm trying to get. I'm trying to say these names correctly. I hope I am. Um, and they all start talking, uh, which is really weird in English. And yes. they're all sitting on this, like, chair, but they're all, like, in a cloak-type deal? Yeah, yeah. And they start talking about how the brains, you know, uh, are evil, and then this is where we find out that brain uh, Fry has a doesn't have a Delta brainwave. So, they convince Leela to go and tell Fry that he's the only one that can stop them. Yeah, and, and he has to take down the big brain. Exactly. So, they put a note on her. Because she's going to be too stupid once she gets there. I love that. Yeah. And they also packed her a lunch in mittens. Yes. And they send her back in the little ship, in Nibbler's ship, and throws it down. 
and I love how um I love how Fry is trying to uh, convince the team uh, on who Chester A. Arthur is. Yeah. <laughs> is it, this is what is no? It's no. It's George Washington. He's like this. Yeah. Is George Chester Washington? Chester A. Arthur's there. Yeah. This is George Washington. He's our first president. Who's this? And they all were like, uh. And then George Washington goes, Thomas Jefferson? <laughs> Which is funny. Uh, and then Leela breaks through the window. And she, uh, what are you doing, Tess? You can't go up there. Um, and then we go, I'm sorry about that. Uh, and then she falls through and she has a, she has, she has the note pinned to her and her lunch. And she's like, Fry! Leela, dumb, can't remember something important. Important must. Oh, this. Read this. Fry takes the note, blows his nose, and throws it in the fire. Yes. In the uh, in the fireplace. And I like how Leela freaks out, tries to grab it, but she's like, "Fire, hot." <laughs> and then the professor, Professor, will help. Oh, fire indeed, hot. While well, it's like just engulfed his like sleeve. So they they take Chester and Arthur, throw the water on the professor to to put it, and I love Chester and Arthur's response. Chester and Arthur fall down. Yes. <laughs> um, and so then they find out that, uh, so Fry realizes that him thinking can help defeat the brains. So yeah, he goes to his local library because. The bi- where the biggest brains go to the library. Yeah, it's a big nerd. So they go to the library and basically, um. Oh, but what about the time before this happens where Fry's trying to use the megaphone? Oh yeah, backwards? that is one of the best gags. That's like right before Leela shows up, I think, too. Right, and he's using the uh it backwards, and then it caught ca- yeah. the bird caws into the megaphone. And so yes. it, like, basically makes Fry go crazy. But I like uh, Linda and Morbo, how they're all, like, stupid. Yes. And they're like, well, it's a train delay. But the governor lady says, I'm sending in more trains. Yeah, and they show, like, another train hits and explodes and people climb onto it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so then Fry goes to the library to go and defeat the giant brain. Um, and... The brain tries to put him, tries to basically holds a book, like, so that Fry and Leela are inside what's happening in the book. Yeah, he brings them into the, the worlds of these books. I feel like that, I explained it a lot. You explained it a lot better than I did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. It's like a, he creates a mental realm that they get trapped in, right. in the book. So the first uh, first book is Moby Dick. Uh, and I love how they're they're in the opening scene, and the brain comes up, and Fry's like, "Hey, shoot that! No, can't shoot that. That not white whale. That big gray thinky whale." Yes. Uh, come on, Queequeg, let's follow him. So they all jump down in the water, and they're in Tom Sawyer. Um. So then uh, the brain is painting the fence. Yeah, I love that the big brain is the one who's getting uh, tricked into whitewashing the fence. Right. In that. 
Uh, and then uh, he jumps. They jump to the next book, which is Pride and Prejudice. Yes. And I love how I love how Fry is like. They're like Fry. Oh Lord, Fry. Like. It's it's one of my favorite lines in the uh, the series when the brain gets introduced. He just walks in. I'm a gigantic brain. <laughs> Uh, and then is it Fry that's a better that th- way to walk into a room. Right. Is it Fry that throws the the paint? He throws on- the white paint from Tom Sawyer's fence onto the big brain. Yeah. And then Ahab compla- proclaims that now the way will be white now. So Queequeg, uh starts assaulting him. And the brain leaves. And Fry's like, Leela. No, no, the brain's still there. Fry sneaks out. Oh, okay. And then he tells Leela to be safe. And she basically starts to flirt with Queequeg and ask if they're a Mrs. Queequeg. Yes. Which, that's probably one of my favorite Leela moments. Is yes. there a Mrs. Queequeg? <laughs> so then Fry breaks out um, and tries to beat up the brain. Uh, but uh, then he then he falls and then he jumps and the bookcase falls over him. And yes. his neck breaks. So he's basically dying. So Leela's holding him as he's dying. But it's all an elaborate ruse. Yes. Fry was writing a book the whole time. Yes. And the brain is now trapped in this book full of plot holes and spelling errors. I was like, me brain big now. Yay. Now to leave Earth for no apparent reason. (laughs) And just... I forgot that he said raisin, and it made me laugh yes. so hard. Because, <laughs> like, you literally, you get Fry writing and saying aloud, and then he left Earth for no apparent reason. Now to leave Earth for no apparent reason, and he leaves. Um, <laughs> uh, and then uh, the uh, the Niblonians are there, but they eat all the brains. Yes, they consume them because they've been weakened by Fry trying to think. Right, so they consume it and get the knowledge. Uh, and then I love Fry's reaction at the end. He's like, he's, and Leela's like, Leela basically comes out of like, I guess a coma in a way. Yeah. No one else remembers this whole thing. Except Fry. Yeah. And no one really cares. Yeah. Cause he tries to convince him. He's like, look, you know, this happened, this happened. And they're like, yeah, sure. Totally. So, and I love Fry's point. He's like, he's like, well, I learned it by the books at my local library. Yes. <laughs> Which I was like, okay, we went there. Okay. Yep. <laughs> I didn't think we were going to go there. And that's that's pretty much it, right? Yeah. Nibbler returns to Leela's lap in disguise and no one realizes he's intelligent again. Yeah, exactly. And that's really it. Everybody forgets that he talks because Fry doesn't, Fry's, Fry's not Leela around. Leela was the only one who knew. Huh? Leela was the only one who knew. Yeah, at this point, and she so, forgot. And she doesn't remember, yeah. Yeah. Because he wasn't, Nibbler wasn't around Fry, so he doesn't remember that happened. Yes. All right, so let's move on to things I want. Uh, why don't you go first, Jim? Uh, I want to actually jump into books and interact with the characters. Okay. Like that. But I, really, not, I really want that. But not trapped forever. Not trapped forever. I want. I want that ability that the brain has. Ah. Okay. Uh, I like the invisible dog a lot. Oh, yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, I like how they're like, he's like, oh, Fry starts laughing because it's just this lady with, like, a leash collar. That's nothing there. And I love how Fry's like, ha, ah, an invisible dog. And the dog starts basically 
breaking Fry's femur. <laughs> yeah, it literally just latches on. Uh, but I like that. I think that's pretty cool. The only downside is I'll never get to see the puppy. Yeah, yeah. I like how Tesla's like, what? Puppy. <laughs> what? Um, uh, and I also want to use the sentence, I'm sending in more trains. I want to use that more. Yes. Oh, and I also want to see Toucan Sam's death mask. Yes. Yes. Uh, and I also like want to read Fry's book. That's that's really oh, and of course we obviously both want a hypno toad. I mean, who doesn't want a pet hypno toad, man? Yeah. Um, all right, you got anything else before we move on to fun facts? Uh, that's it for me, I think. All right, let's move on to fun facts. All right, why don't you go first, Jim? Okay, uh, so one of my favorite lines in uh this episode, um, is actually slightly different depending on where you heard it. It's a fun one. Uh, but right after Fry realizes that everyone's become idiots, Bender jumps up and says, hey, let's all join the Reform Party. Uh, so if you have watched this on Comedy Central, or if you own the newer re-release DVD set, that line has been changed to, hey, let's all join the Tea Party. Wow! <laughs> like, they literally re-recorded the line. So Bender now says, let's all join the Tea Party. Wow. Yeah, I love that line. That's that's one of my favorite little fun facts about this episode. Is that they changed that line. Um, did you see the Soylent Chow? Did you see that? Yes. With the logo of the dog and the recycling logo. It's like, oh, jeez. <laughs> oh. Um, so originally, um, it was supposed to be giant stomachs instead of giant brains. But uh, David X. Cohen... For some weird reason, because he's a nerd like us, he said on the commentary, he's like, he's like, I changed it to brains because I was afraid that my 12-year-old self, if he ever time-traveled, would come in, come in the future and sue me for using stomachs instead of brains. That's funny. That was his exact uh, uh, reasoning. Oh, I mean, the, the, the whole episode would be so different if they used stomachs instead of brains. Yeah. Um, and also, the two Avalis that are outside, uh, the Niblonian capital? Yes. Those are Rosetta Stones for the alien languages. Oh, wow. Yeah. Huh. That's cool. Yeah, when I found that, I was like, what? That's mind-blowing. Yep. Uh, alright, Jim, so, uh, what is the next episode we will be looking forward to reviewing? Yes, the next episode, and this actually, they are going in order a little right now, uh, but the next episode will be That's Lobstertainment. Yes. Uh, so be excited in two weeks to review that one. Um, all right, guys, so this has been The Admiral and also Jim Strangefork reviewing Welcome to the World Tomorrow episodes. And, guys, you can find us at lowrainpictures.com, Marty and the Arrogant Zerber. Thank you for letting us use your website. Also, Kevin George, thank you for letting us use your music. And... Also, guys, you can check out my other podcast, Cinema Gems. Uh, Cinema Gems is released every Friday. This, Welcome to the World Tomorrow, is released every other Saturday. It's not Saturday. Sunday. Sorry. Saturdays and Sundays are very similar to me because they both have S's and N's and Y's. Yeah, that's why. Uh, you can find me on Instagram and on Twitter on Holland Sci-Fi. Uh, also, you guys, you can follow us on Facebook 
And you can go check out my other podcast, Cinema Gems, on Facebook. Um, and email us at cinemagems15 at gmail. Um, all right, guys. That's all I got. Eric? Sorry. Jim? You got anything else? Wrong show. Wrong show. Exactly. Exactly. That's it for me. All right, guys. So wipe your hooves and see you later. Bye.